Hey, my lovebirds, thank you for joining me, your faithful girlfriend, Coco, on another weekly episode of Thirst for Love. Let's talk about your favorite, interesting, outrageous love and dating stories, along with your favorite beverage. So sit back and enjoy, and welcome to the treehouse, baby, because the thirst for love is real. Hello, my lovebirds. Welcome to the Thirst for Love podcast. Hey, guys, guess what? We have an excellent couple here with us today, Mr. and Mrs. Wendell and Anjali Gibbs. If this is your first time joining us on Thirst for Love, let me explain to you what we're all about. Thirst for Love is a show where people come on and they talk about some of their most interesting, funny, outrageous, his um, just crazy dating stories or best dating stories they've ever had or adventures. But because this is a month of love, 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 Valentine's Day, I'm doing something a little special. I've got some couples coming on for February. And I am very excited that we have Mr. and Mrs. Gibbs on our show today. How are you guys doing? Alrighty, We're I'm doing, doing good. Doing good. Great. So I always try to open up my interviews by kind of telling people like if I know someone so and how we're connected. So we are actually church family. We're connected through our church, which is a Light of the World mm-hmm. Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh shout out to the Light of the World real quick. So if you we are still working. Hey, get low. That's right, that's right. So I would like for you guys to kind of, and I always give my guests an opportunity to talk about some of the things that they're doing. Because I know that you guys are entrepreneurs. Are, are both of you entrepreneurs or you have businesses? I, make sure yeah. you correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so would you like to throw it at, throw out your business, websites, whatever you have? You know, I just like to give you an opportunity to talk about it. Sure. So um, I have a a brand and apparel company called Chic Life and Chic Life promotes wearing your beauty from the inside out. Um, You can check us out at www.getchiclife.com. Check out some cute apparel and I also have my first self-published book called Triggered and you can check check that out on there as well. Wow. And I have a, yeah. She's awesome. And I have a photography or, or just a media company called 1127 Media Group, uh, where I do um, video production and photography. I have a studio, which is in Silverton, um, the Silverton area, area in Cincinnati. And I have a music production company called Musical Elevation. Wow. So you guys are doing some great things. So you guys, you hear that? So check them out. Check out the website. You can come back and uh, just re-listen to this interview if you didn't get the websites for each one of their businesses and give them a little love. So for those of you who don't uh, know how we usually run the show, around this time, we talk about what's in our glass. So in my glass, I'm a faker. 
I love wine glasses. I love crystal, but I'm not a drinker. So I've always got something in it that, that's pretty, but it's not alcohol and I'm okay with that. So this time again, I've got my cranberry juice, but I found some sugar-free cranberry juice out. So I'm very excited about that. So that is what's <laughs> in my glass today because I'm trying to work on some things and get away from some of that sugar. So we'll start with the ladies first. Mrs. Gibbs, what's in your glass? I am a tea drinker, I'm definitely a tea drinker. So I have a mixture of peppermint and echinacea tea. Wow, Ooh, that sounds good. I've never tried that. So what it is about, good. Good, so what about you, Mr. Gibbs? I'm not that fancy. Um, <laughs> probably some type of juice or water. Some type of juice or water. Okay. I'm not a drinker either. Yeah, that's okay. You know, I, I tell my, my listeners, you know, I'm a faker. I don't drink, but I don't judge either. You know, hey, it's whatever, whatever you like. But I enjoy uh, making up all my fruity, fruity drinks and teas. I like teas also. So let's get down to some business, the business of love. This is a month of love. And a lot of, and a lot of people are very excited about Valentine's Day, but it's just a day, you know, it takes, it's, it, it takes more than just that celebration of just that Valentine's Day, that, that uh, commercial thing. Love is something that just, it really takes a lot of work. So tell me guys, how did love find you? Okay, I'll go go first. Um, uh, so, uh, I think back in 2014, late 2014, maybe early 2015, um, there was a, an artist that I was working with. She was doing um, preparing for her concert. We were working on her project, preparing for her concert, and she had Anjali as one of her background singers. She was telling me, you know, hey, one day I think I got this great girl for you, but you got to, you know, you got to do it yourself. I'm not going <laughs> to do anything. You know, you got to throw, I'll throw you the oop, but you got to finish it. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, throwing the oop meant she was just going to uh, bring her to rehearsal. Like, that was it. Like, no introduction for real, just that so was it. it. was all on you. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, I let that whole entire situation pass. Um, every time I looked up, she was gone. Um, she would, uh, leave rehearsal early. She would leave the gigs early. Like, I mean, as soon as it was over, she was out. So I didn't even get a chance to talk to her. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't like fight to either. It was kind of like nervousness and all this other stuff. So, um, fast forward to 2016, summer of 2016, I got a call to come check out Light of the World, see if I wanted to be. Um, um, the sound guy there and you know I'm like yeah my guy Carl was there so I was like yeah I'll come check it out and I walk in and I think we're at Mount Airy still and I walked in and like I saw everybody at first and I heard people I felt people like I knew it was full of people but um, I walked in during praise and worship and she was on stage singing with, I don't know, three or four other people, but she, literally she was the only person I saw. It was like this light around her and I thought it was like weird. I, you know, I, I don't smoke, I don't drink, but I was tripping right then. Like, I'm like, nah, this ain't like, I'm literally standing in a room full of people and I just see her and I know that I'm here. So mm -hmm. kind of 
kind of went from there. I'll let her jump in um, on that, but that's kind of where it all started. Okay, Ashley. Well, so, okay, this is kind of where our stories kind of differ and how <laughs> things kind of played out. Don't worry, I mean, that <laughs> happens with a lot of couples, you know? <laughs> So, so yeah, so I remember him coming to church, you know, to be the, you know, the sound guy. So I knew who he was. So I said, hey, you know, so I remember speaking, but it wasn't necessarily the same um, initial feeling as he had. I was like, oh, but he cool. Like, I know who that is. So I believe after a while we were trying, it, it was around... September, October, like he he tried to talk to me. I didn't necessarily see him in a, more, a romantic way at first, but you know, he tried to pursue it. I was like, hey, no, I mean, curve game was strong. Like I hit him with the, let's be brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, let's just, cause we go to the same church. I ain't want no beef, Yeah, you know? So it was around, I believe September, October-ish, September maybe leading up to pastor's appreciation month which i think is in october um we were trying to plan a surprise for pastor mike and so and it involved him because we were trying to get pastor mike from the church to this quote unquote uh i think it was a his an opening for something for wendell like he was like oh my my music company is doing something so i'm gonna yeah. invite the church out and we had lady Keishan on and you know, a few other people to get him to get there and so him and I worked together planning it. So we were talking a lot and, you know, he, he kind of fell back a little bit cause like we were still cool. We were friends. Like he was a really good friend to me during that time. And I remember one sermon, um, I think it was either the week before the pastor's appreciation, little secret surprise party. And Pastor Mike was talking about something. I just remember him talking about like doubt when it comes to God. Like we always ask God for millions of confirmations and that kind of like shadows doubt because it's like, well, if I already told you, why do you keep asking? Because you're a little doubtful. And so that night I prayed and said, well, when it comes to Wendell, if he is somebody I'm supposed to entertain in that romantic way, you know, open my eyes and change my heart. Wow. And that is what happened. So I remember that day at the surprise party, like he was flirting and it was just, <laughs> I was kind of like, huh. It was just different. Like I was just kind of looking at him different at that moment. So I felt like, I, I guess God did that for me because I, I started to look at him differently from that point. So we, at that point we started to, I kind of came back around and was like, hey, like, I didn't know how to say I'm interested, even though I rejected you all these other months. Yeah. You oh, were sabotaging some things, though, you know? I was. Yes, I you were, dear. <laughs> I was. And, man, I'm telling you, God is, I'm glad God is who he is, because yes. I would have really messed up a chance to be with an amazing person, because, I don't know, some stupid stuff, really. So, we started talking to weeds, started to date, and we're, we're here now. So, okay, so from the time that you guys, like, where did you guys go on your first date? Other than not, not church. Where did you guys go on <laughs> right. your first date? <laughs> <It was laughs> you guys have uh, dated many of times at church. I mean, you know, you've been there together. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a funny bone, right? Yeah, Pretty sure it was a funny bone. Yeah. 
So first date, funny bone, Wendell, how did it feel? Like just going to, did you pick her up or did you guys meet there? Come on, give me the scenario. Yeah, I picked her up. Um, Funny thing is like, I used to, before I even say that part, tell you about the first date, I used to literally drive, all right, she don't live that far. She didn't live that far from me, maybe 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. I used to literally drive over to her apartment. That's how safe she is and how good of a mom she is. Um, I'd literally drive over to her apartment, leave my perfectly warm one. Um, I got a TV in there, um, my video game. I'm good. I have my music stuff in there. I can make beats, but I would go all the way to hers to sit in the parking lot and talk to her um, for hours. And eventually that led to an actual date. I still hadn't been in a house, in an apartment yet, mm-hmm. but it led to a date. So I was good with that. So we went to Funny Bone, I picked her up. Uh, we went out to uh, Liberty. So it was, it was, I think it had just moved to Liberty or, you know, not too long before then. So we went there. Um, we left there. Uh, I mean, so during the during the whole comedy show, I mean, I was paying attention, I was laughing, but I was also like, "This is happening." Yeah, like, it was something that I, had, um, you know, I, I prayed a lot too because, as she said, she rejected me a lot, and I mean, I ain't the, you know, baddest thing walking out here, but at the end of the day, in my mind, I'm still Mook or you know Wendell, so. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to take too many more of these rejections. Like, <laughs> there's literally girls in my inbox that I keep curving because I feel like you're supposed to be it. And um, I'm not going to take too many more of these. You had to be obedient to God, too. So. That's exactly what it was because he said, every time I said I'm done, I got something that said, no, nah, keep going. That's right. And so I kept going and eventually, you know, it, 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 it paid off because um, we're, we're here now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember the first time that uh, you told someone close to you, Ajali, that uh, I think I, I really like him. I think I love him. Uh, yes. Um, I'm trying to think because there's a, my small group of friends. So, the let's see, it was one, two, at least three of them that kind of knew that cause they go to the church so they kind of knew what was going on and they were team him from jump they were team all but one maybe she was she was team me because that's what she do all day but when I told her there was interest and kind of told her what happened she was like oh well shoot it, well, okay then that's what we're going with it if you like him then go for it and I remember one of my friends telling me like when I told her like I this is starting to become something real she was like, just, just bask in it, like, just, just bask in it, and enjoy it, and let it happen, because, you know, you've been praying about, like, we've been praying about, you know, one day we want to get married, we want to find relation, meaningful for relationships, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you finally come across someone that not only just checked all your, 
little imaginary boxes, but exceeded those. So just enjoy the moment. And cause you know, we get all deep and like, oh my God, well, what's gonna happen next? Just just enjoy the ride. That's, so. that's one thing that we do do as, as women, especially. We're just like, we're so anxious because we want this so bad. And, mm-hmm. then, it, and then sometimes we don't, you know, we, we think we want it, that we don't know what we want. It's just, you know, just relax and just breathe. <laughs> And let just God have you know, just pray, relax, breathe. And I, I think that is great. So, Wendell, tell me about the first conversation you had with maybe a male in your life when you were thinking about taking it to the next level of wifey. Um, who Do you remember who you, who you confided in, who you said, you know, I think I may go buy a ring or, you know, or just, I think she's, she's the one. Honestly, so there were two people. One of them was your pastor. Um, and this wasn't on like a pastor relationship type of thing. This was like big bro or something like that. Yeah. When I talked to him, um, but you know, the pastor kicked in, so. I had to let that go because you know he's. <laughs> um, so then um, my other guy, as I mentioned before, Carl. Um, I talked to him. He clowned me from jump though. You know, he. I told him probably the first that first day I saw him or saw her Anjali in the church. I go up to him and I'm like, man, who is like I have to have is like I gotta get this girl like is she dating anybody right now because like I said it, it was a few weeks had gone by that I really didn't talk to her that much you know I, I handed out mics and hey you sounded good today but there was no real like conversation or anything I, you know it was weird so um <laughs> she was weird so then I um <laughs> like months go on and he and I started talking about marriage period like you know, he's like, is this somebody you can see yourself with? Because at this point, you know, I had told him, like, at this point in my life, I was dating intentionally. Like, it was a purpose to me dating. I wasn't just trying to date somebody and kind of see where it went. And, right. you know, it is what it is, whatever right. happens, happens. It's like, man, the, the next person I get with, which is why I was praying about who I should be with, the next person I get with, I'm going to to marry like it has to be the, the my wife mm-hmm. and so he you know he I told him all of this b- beforehand so we're probably six seven months through and I start talking to him about it and he's asking me you know like hey I know the conversation we had is this is this her and I'm like yeah man I, I, I think so he was like, well, are you going ring shopping? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I was kind of, you know, you still want to be in that perfect situation as a man. You're like, well, no, nah, I still got to do this and do that. And uh, he, it was funny. He and his wife had a, a bet going that it would only take us a year to get married. And wow. his, wife, yeah, his wife thought it would be a little longer. But, yeah, they had a bet going because the conversation was that serious. Like she, you know, overheard us talking a lot. So she knew how I felt and, you know, she saw us together. So they kind of knew like we were serious. Like it wasn't just a, 
we've been dating for six months and oh it's cute it was like man they like each other and they look like they're gonna be something um so yeah that that was my conversation with with uh with carl so how how did he propose to you well it was my birthday shout out to all the leos the august leo specifically so (laughs) it was my birthday and we went to buca de bebo and so i kind of i knew we were going to dinner so i knew there were people be there you know all of that so so we're there enjoying ourselves we're eating we're talking about the food so you know people we know from church like some mutual friends or whatever so they're there i didn't think nothing of it because it's, it's a birthday party it's a birthday dinner and so it was time for dessert and i was like oh i get my birthday dessert because that's what happens mm-hmm. at restaurants they come and sing and they do all this stuff and so they bring out a bowl with a bowl on top so i'm thinking it's like you know some ice cream with like a cake or whatever and I think I'm pretty sure they sung happy birthday and once they got to the end they like pulled off the it was it you yeah they pulled he pulled off the the top of the bowl and I'm looking like oh what kind of cake is this and there's a ring box in there I was like oh okay so I'm slow so I'm like okay and so he took it out and then he got on one and I was like oh it's really happening like Okay, so at this point, I I real I guess after say everybody already knew like they were there for a surprise engagement. Like I'm thinking it's just my birthday. All the ca- phones are out and all of that. And so, you know, he proposes, I say yes, and then they come back and do a I forgot the song it was. They got a whole engagement song they sing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was. That's how he proposed. Did it move? Did, was was it in slow motion to you as it was happening? Once you when you realized, were you just like, "Oh my God!" Like this is well, really. Yeah. When did it really because hit it was, you that you are getting ready to be someone's wife? When did that really hit you? Was it when you walked down the aisle? Um, I would say so. I mean, I guess the closer you got to it you get to it's like because you're going through all the emotions of like preparing for the ceremony and going through all that stuff but then it's like oh okay when you have those quiet moments so it's like now we're here the day before the day of it's like okay so now we're gonna we're gonna live together now that's different because up until that point I ain't never lived with no man right (laughs) oh it's just been (laughs) me and my kids so that's gonna be different and it's like my strong independent woman i don't need nobody you know i had to like i had been letting it go but it that's when it was real like no i really have to to humble her (laughs) yeah because i could stay single right like i could absolutely stay single but it's like my choice was well no i just have to learn how to be like pastor mike was talking about being interdependent you know, and understanding what that meant. It didn't mean I lose myself. It's just now you have someone you, uh, you, you, you do life with, and that means there's sacrifices with that. And if that's what you're going to choose, then that's what come with it. So, yeah, I, I'd say probably the day before and the day of. Yeah. What about you, Wendell? When did you, when you bought the ring, was that the moment that you was like, oh, this is it? This is it? Or was no, it? I think, I think mentally I was... 
already there. Like I said, when I first saw her, that became the the goal. Yeah. Like it yeah. was. It wasn't. Like I said, I was I was dating and I was pursuing her on purpose. purpose. Yes. Purpose. And so by the time all of that went happen, it was just like, all right, it's over now. Like now, everything starts. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was really from the jump for me. That's good. That's good. So, guys, what would you tell, um, what would your advice be to uh, couples that may have maybe kind of been in the same situation as you guys, like Anjali, where, you know, maybe the, the female is maybe sabotaging, you know, getting that love that she deserves and maybe uh, with you, Wendell, a male that's, that needs to start dating on purpose and not just for Netflix and chilling, you know, just <laughs> on purpose. So what would, what would you say, you know, if you could say something to, to someone to help them? Uh, me, so as far as like the, the woman, I would say two things. <clears throat> what someone told me when I decided that that's what I really wanted like everybody wants a companion but when you talk about like marriage and that type of thing it's, it's a lot different and so when you're kind of going through the dating phase and if you're a Christian because you know if you're, if you're not then this won't apply to you but the day I, I, I had to realize how much God actually loved me and to understand not to if I, when I understood that I wouldn't take mistreatment from anybody or any other treatment than the best from anybody. So when I realized that my entertainment of just any old body stopped, that, you know, going out to get a meal stopped, yeah. um, not immediately, but it's like when I realized, man, you know, he, God really wants the best for me. Like, I don't have to entertain these jokers or I, I don't have to be mistreated. Or, or settle for less because even though it's slim pickings and I get it, it's slim pickings out here, but I don't have to just settle. Like, I don't know where he gonna come from, but I have to believe that God wants the very best for me. So that's one. So when you realize that, then your perception of things change. And so when it does change, <clears throat> you have to decide that, you know, that is something you really want, which means, you know, we can't go in with, well, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna end it, you know, all of this stuff that, you know, the world and society feeds you, that's all good. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a strong woman, but the, what we are told is strength is really not, no. you know, uh, what we're told as being, you know, a powerful or an empowered woman is really not. And I think that is setting setting us up for failure to where we can't find the companionship that we long for um, because we're running everybody away. That's right. <laughs> so, that's right. Yeah. Well, you, this is how I am. Well, that's what immature people say, you know? So if, if you're, if that's what you want, if that's what you desire and that's what you choose, you have to really make those choices and whatever it is that you have to adjust to, not saying change who you are, but you will have to make adjustments for whomever you're going to be with and you have to be open to that and that's growth you know change mm -hmm. growth all the way around mm -hmm. all right Wendell what do you have for us um uh, I guess I'll say one um obviously you know like she said if you're Christian then this applies if not you know translate it to whatever it works it however it works for you but I think you have to be intentional so you pray 
and I think you asked God to show you the the, the woman, you know, get be okay with it just being one. Like yeah. uh, I don't I don't think a lot of guys, especially at the age I was, are okay with settling at that at that point. You know, they still wanna we still want to play a little bit at that time. Um, see, you know, test the water, see what's out there. And I think if you are doing something intentionally and you're okay with one, like understanding that, you know, there, there's always going to be somebody that, you know, you may think, oh man, she's, she looks better or she's, she looks like she's doing better or whatever. And then, so you leave the one you're with, you pursue that one, you get that one, then there's going to be another one. And then that cycle is going to continue until you realize that, like, you have to find the one that's for you. Yeah. And um, I'm trying not to quote J. Cole. <laughs> um, I'll get it out. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's, it's, it's that situation. And then, like I said, just dating on on purpose you know i i listened to who i you know uh heard i think michael jr the com- a comedian said uh he thinks guy other name is something or somebody because there's always something or somebody telling you something yeah. not not people but like you were laying in bed and you heard something mm-hmm. you heard somebody say that's often god talking to you um and I feel like that was the case with me. And, you know, you have to be okay with listening to that voice and knowing. I think if you talk to God enough, you can understand when he's talking back. So yes. that's what it was for me, you know, being okay with just being with one woman, dating on purpose and, you know, praying and listening to God. All right. All right. Now we're going to come, we're coming down to the end of our, our episode. We usually play this little game. So we'll start with you, Anjali. You just say one or the other. So it's, it's like a, uh, not like a rather than, but it's kind of just a um, multiple choice. You pick your the one that, that fits you. Get up early or stay up late? <laughs> stay up late. All right, Wendell. Tip or no tip? Tip. Watch a movie or watch the sunset, Angeli. Oh boy, watch a movie. Okay. Transport into the past for 500 years or 500 years into the future, Wendell? Oh, that's hard. Um, future. Short term memory or long term memory loss? <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, my memory is just not the best. <laughs> okay, we're down. Never use social media or never watch TV or a movie again. Social media. Okay, now this question is for you guys together. I'm going to count you off. One, two, three, and then you answer. Okay? <laughs> couples massage or couples cooking class? One, two, three. Couples massage. massage. <laughs> <laughs> good well i'd like to thank you guys for coming and joining us on the thirst for love podcast thank it was you. just 
joy to talk to you guys and hear your love story. It's nothing like love. Love is one of my favorite things, but it is something about that chocolate love, that black love. It does <laughs> exist, guys. It just takes a lot of work and a lot of prayer, a lot of dedication. And if you are interested in coming on the Thirst for Love podcast, the Thirst for Love, 1010 at gmail.com. That is thirst, the number four, love, 1010 at gmail.com. And always remember, the thirst for love is real.